This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to another preview episode of Green and White brought to you by Argyle Life. Today we're previewing Saturday's, well tomorrow's, visit of uh, Blackburn Rovers with Dan from Rovers Chat. How are you, Dan? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thank you very much for having us on as well, Aaron. No worries. But as we as we mentioned on a, on, a, on your call, uh, we've spoken an awful lot this season. Bear in mind, we've only been in the Championship one month, so uh, obviously with the, the Niall Ennis uh, news, and we'll get on, we'll get on to Niall Ennis in a bit, but... Current season, I know we're only a month in, but how's it gone so far? Happy? Very happy. I think it's been a positive start. I come on the podcast, I believe, just before the season started, mentioned about the manager potentially leaving. Things on that seem to have calmed down quite a bit. And we're now four games in, seven points on the board. And we only lost to Hull uh, when we had 10 men for 75 minutes. So four really positive results, I'd say. I think the win over West Brom on the opening day was a matter of just get a win on the board. We got to Rotherham, we're 2-0 down, really poor, and we pull it back to 2-2, albeit they are 10 men, but Rovers never come from behind. And then we play Hull, uh, go down to 10 men, go 1-0 up as well and just get tired and lose. And then uh, we beat Watford last Sunday on Sky. We got, according to Sky uh, commentators anyway, we got battered, but Rovers put in a really good fight and kind of showed a different side to us that we'd never seen before under the manager. So really positive, and if you couple that in with an 8 0 win over Harrogate midweek as well, which, although it's lead to opposition, it's always nice beating a team by that score. So really mm. positive start, and hopefully we could have a bit more of a positive push if we can get some deadline day signings in. You'd, you'd hate to be a Harrogate fan. I'm sure you've already used that pun somewhere this week. Obviously, you mentioned the, the season preview pod that you jumped on. Have your predictions changed at all? Not yet. I think it depends on the striker on deadline day. If we pull a striker in, I think I'd be sitting us in that gap of probably 6th through to 12th. Without a striker, I'd see us sitting probably 10th through to 15th. I think a forward's what we're missing. We're good defensively or good enough. Uh, midfield looks really stock full of talent, but it's when we go forward that we're easy. And although the goals are coming now, and I know that sounds really bad saying it after we've just gone and scored eight at Harrogate, but the forward bit's kind of where we struggle. I think it's where we look like if Rovers finish 10th for this year, we'll all be saying, oh, we didn't get enough strikers in, we didn't get enough wingers in. So my predictions are the same, but by the time this game comes around, 
we could have a striker. We could have maybe two players through the door up front and then I might have my positive hat on and I might be talking about a trip to Wembley in May. You never know. Yeah, you, you, you talk about uh, transfer deadline day will be today when people hear this, but you know, you're, you're expected to have a slightly busier one than usual, I imagine. Obviously, another player you've brought in this summer and a striker is obviously our own Niall Ennis. How's he, how's he getting on? Obviously, he's missing this game on Saturday, isn't he? Yeah, so surprise, surprise, he was injured at the start, as you warned us when we signed him. But he came into the side, played in the cup game, I believe, against Walsall, scored, and then kind of just built his way into the side, getting more minutes each game. And for me, he's looked a real asset. He looks like a real pickup from League One. I think when he come in, a lot of fans, and this is without any disrespect to Plymouth, looked at it and thought, well, why is he not at Plymouth still? But obviously, Reese's choice to leave, as well as you were in a normal League One side last year. You know, I won't have you down as, like when Rovers come up, we only just got up three points, you went and smashed it. So I see Plymouth, uh, I see the move now, Lennish from Plymouth, quite a positive one in terms of, we picked this guy up on a free. I can't imagine he were on mega money at yourselves and he won't be mm. at us either. So he's coming and done all right. It's just, like you say, it's a shame he's injured and he'll be back after the internationals. It's just, can we keep him fit and can we manage him to play 30 games? Probably not but we'll try and get like what we can out of him and try and get him to get, you know, if you get six or seven, I think it'd be a really positive season. Yeah, it's just like like you said previously, it's those um, constant niggles, isn't it? Like he'll, he'll be back after the international break, play a couple of games and then it, he'll sit out again, unfortunately. And it's, it's such a shame because he's actually a real talent. But like I said, not a problem for us this weekend, which is brilliant. Um, he loves to score at the Barn Park end, so he won't be doing that. Obviously, standout performer to look out for. I assume it's Sammy Smodics, right? It's not actually, he's, he's oh. not actually been in it too much. I'd say, this is tough, I'd say Adam Wharton in the midfield, really talented midfielder. He's going to be talked about when, like Alex Scott was, I think, next summer. I think you'll see, he'll probably go for a similar fee. Really talented, good on the ball, gets the team forward, isn't afraid to try a pass as well, which I think when you get young lads in the team, sometimes they just want to do the simple stuff. He is not afraid to try that one ball up top, try that ball in behind. So really talented man, and he'll be up there with the Alex Scott fees that we've been seeing last summer. For me, his ceiling's whatever he can reach, really. I don't think there's a limit for how far he could go. Is it Walton that's been linked to Premier League clubs already this summer? Yeah, there's rumours of Wolves coming in on deadline day and putting a bid in for him. I don't think anyone will. Or I think someone might try and test us and put eight million in and we'll tell them where to shove it. But yeah, Newcastle Palace, Arsenal, Everton, Wolves, I think have all been linked with quite strong uh quite strong interest in him. But he won't go. I'll say that confidently now. And if it comes back and bites me by the time this goes out, then so be it. But I can't see him departing. All good. Obviously, the long trip down to Home Park awaits you this weekend. How, how do you see this game going and what are your thoughts on Saturday? I don't like these trips. Rovers don't seem to perform too well on the longer trips. It's always been a case of, you know, can we go out and get a point? I see it as a real tough test. Like I said before, I don't see you as a normal League One promoted side. I see you as a bit of a level above from sides that have come up before. Normally, when you go away to these sides that have just got out of League One, you kind of think, we can go and beat them away, but I think there's such a level this year of Plymouth coming in and Ipswich that I'm kind of like, the point would be good and our next trip it actually is to Ipswich. So we're looking at these away games, pick up a point, put it in the bag and move on. So I think it'll be a real tough test. I think people might be underestimating Plymouth from our side. I think some people are seeing it as, like I said, this League One team coming up, but 
I think it'll be a real tough test. And if we can pocket your two men out wide, uh, Kessler Head and Mumba, I think Rovers will probably go and win it. But we're having issues at full back, so it'll be an interesting one. I just I can't predict it. I tried on our preview and I only say Rovers will win for the sake of me being a Rovers fan. So no score prediction then? I'll go for one. I won't leave you without one. I'll go for two one Rovers uh, and we'll back Adam Morton to get one. And Sam Gallagher as well, seeing as he's uh, down your way. Say so another former Argonne man in Sam Gallagher. I don't think he actually ever played for us, but, you know, left our youth academy. Before you go then, where can people find your content? You can find us on YouTube at Rovers Chat or on Twitter at Rovers Chat underscore. That's where the main stuff goes on. We're on all the podcast providers as well, but I'd say YouTube's the main one. Nice. Are you sticking any like reviews on there? Yeah, there should be. Uh, we got your video. We got a match preview coming out as well. Uh, and then afterwards, we'll be doing uh, the review reaction. We do a bit of an analysis Monday night football kind of thing on the game as well afterwards try and pick out players. We've not done one on a wash yet, so whether we put as much interest into it, if you go and beat us, we never know. We'll soon see. We'll soon see we'll find out on Monday. Obviously, safe trip down. I can imagine you're setting your alarm nice and early for this one. Yeah, half free alarm. I'm looking forward to it. It's a enjoyable trip. I enjoyed it when we played last time, so looking forward to it. Yeah, nice. Cheers, mate. Appreciate that. Thank you. No worries. Thank you very much for having us on. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Picture the scene: all of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's move on to, to Blackburn. Yeah. First question we got was from uh, Thomas Neil Clark. He says, I'm going on Saturday with a Blackburn fan. Who, what and why should the Rovers fan be afraid? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because... There are quite a few having really good seasons, and it all depends on, you know, how Blackburn are shaping up this season, etc. It's easy, isn't it? You, well, it's not easy. Um, but the obvious answer would be to go for one of the front three. But then you could also throw in that Kesler Hayden's a threat, and you know, Houghton's having a great season, and Gibson's a rock at the back. And I, I really don't think it's flippant to suggest that every in this squad at the moment can really make a difference to how we're playing and that anyone on their day can is showing capabilities of being a real difference and a match winner for the group so I just fear everyone really but in fact if I'm honest for most of these clubs in the division I think they should probably be more fearful of themselves you know I mean I said it earlier that you know until we're you know, comfortable in the championship, you know, we will always be perceived as just a League One team trying to survive in the championship. Um, 
and that, you know, motivating themselves to play against an opposition that they think they're better of comfortably. Um, you know, it, a lot of teams could fall into the complacency trap against us this year. And I really do believe that. And I wonder if that was what part of Watford's problem, actually. After their, their hammering of QPR the week before, that they were a little bit complacent against us. And we really gave them a bit of a lesson. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pick out an individual from the Argos side because I think they're all capable. Um, I'd be more fearful of what their own team's going to do because Black, Blackburn are frightfully inconsistent. How do, you, how do you see Saturday going, Finn? Um, oh, I, 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 yeah, I sort of agree. Like, you know, Blackburn are, you know, frightfully inconsistent and show good. Um, I think we can, I think we can beat them. I also think that we need to be on our game, and it helps that Niall Ennis is injured because we know how good he can be. Uh, so yeah, and I'm not going to go all done on this, but I'd love to get one over. Um, JDT. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I think we can I think we can do it. And after three three losses in a row, you know, it'd be good to get back on the on on on, on the winning side. Yeah. I don't want to put too fine a point on it. And I know I said earlier that we are only six games in and there's a lot of football to be played, etc. etc. Blackburn are now seven nil up at Harrogate. Um I don't want to, as I say, I don't want to put too much of a finer point on it, but it would be a little bit of a, well, it wouldn't be a little bit of a concern. It would be a grave concern to go into the international break off the back of four straight defeats in all competitions. Um, you know, and given we're going up against Preston, who've had a very good start to the season um, this year, you know, first game back, and then it's Norwich, and then it's Hull. You know, there aren't going to, there is going to be no easy run of fixtures in this league, and the sooner, if you have a setback, the sooner you can get back onto the winning run or steadying the ship or whatever it has to be, the better. And, um, you know, they, they it really is the perfect opportunity in front of a full house on your own patch on Saturday um, to do that. So we've got to keep this incredible home record going. And I'm confident, actually, that I think we will. And Richard from Missouri says, great pod guys, big fan from across the pond, up the greens. Uh, so we have American listeners. I don't know what time is it in Missouri. It must be very early. Um, oh, middle of the afternoon. Oh no, what are they only like four early hours behind? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Enjoy your tea. Um, <laughs> do do we think Blackburn? You know, you've already mentioned they're seven nil up, but do do we think that they have the potential to cause us any problems? What do they? Yeah, they got gifted players all over the park, haven't they? You know, every team in this division has. Um, You've, we've obviously got Sam Gallagher coming home. Um, left us, what, 15 was he when he left us? 15, 16? So was it straight to Southampton? Yeah, Southampton, Southampton to then, then to Blackburn. Yeah, so, you know... So... I, assume, I assume there's some sort of sell-ons clause in the wings, right? Oh, Wasn't there? I'm not sure. I, I can't even remember how the deal came about. It, it was in an organisation. <laughs> When Gallagher went to Blackburn, I think we did get about a million pounds, yeah. It was all, oh, nice. it was all in the um, administration era, wasn't it, that, that deal? Because um, I do sometimes sit there and when he you know, when he does score, I sit there and think, Crikey, this is a lad we never even got to see play for, play for the first team. Um, it's now 8-0 um, at the Envirovert, or in the Envirovent Stadium. I ain't got my glasses on. 
Um, they've obviously got Sammy Schmodix as well, very good player. Um, you know, I know they've made a couple of good signings over the summer. So they're, they're a good side. They were in and around it last year. They'll probably be in and around it again this year, um, potentially. But I do hope that Yondal finds our facilities to his liking on Saturday. I, you know, I judge to think that we make things uncomfortable for him, the poor soul. Um, you know, it'd be awful if the cold, only cold water was running in their showers or something, or the fire alarm kept going off in the hotel that they're staying in. Um, so, yeah, I think there'll be, a, you know, there will be a little bit of, because um, we know that Schumacher likes to play on these situations, doesn't he? With the whole clipping up the, not the top 20 lads and putting it on the big screen before games last season. And, you know, they, they were taking prediction tables and newspaper cuttings and it was all over the changing room door as the players left the dressing room and things like that. So I can imagine that somewhere... Yondal's comments about Ennis not being fit and Plymouth's facilities not being up to standard or whatever it was he said, um, I can imagine that they will be firmly in Schumacher's motivational speech as he rallies the troops at about 10 to 3 on Saturday. Yeah, it's a shame that John's not here because I can guarantee to our listeners that John would go full Kevin Keegan on this. Um <laughs> Like, you know, having listened to John talk about Thomas and every week when we mention it in and around when we record the pod, there is a genuine dislike that John seems to have for Yondale Thomason, and it would be a full Kevin Keegan moment, and it would be outstanding content. It's a, it's, yeah, I, I don't really know why, um, why he hates uh, JDT so much. I'm going to call it JDT. Well, we, might, we might find out at full time on Sunday if he joins us for next week's pod. Well, that's very true. That's very true. I think he is on. That is, um, worth everyone, he's a, that is worth everyone listening in to next week's pod when it is released to find out if John's hatred of John Dyle Thomason is sustained. Well, I hope so. Hope, well, actually, I don't. I hope it's softened slightly in that, we, that we've um, we've come away with the win on Saturday. Obviously, Finn, we've, um, we're going to miss the chance to see Niall Ennis's return to um, Home Park. Absolutely brilliant news for us, though. He's, he's, he's bound to score at the, the Kawasaki Nile Ennis end. Yeah, I mean, obviously we know like his quality and um, he might just be one of those players really that he's one of, you know, he just doesn't ever get enough football under his belt to have um, sustained uh, goal scoring form because obviously um, uh, I think he had like he had like almost as many um, minutes per goal as Ryan Hardy um, last season and had like 20 less appearances so you know that says all you need to say about him we know Ryan Hardy can, can score goals so yeah I mean I'm, I'm very glad he's not and obviously with Stansfield and sort of his links to, to Plymouth and um, all of the players that scored us scored against us in the past Marcel, Marcel Sype he can go on like you know so oh, yeah I'm just really glad He's not because he'd be bound to score. What What do you take this weekend, Finn? Points or performance? I think it's got it's it's at that point um, in the season now that we we need the points, right? I know, I know, um, we are. It's the first game in September, but yeah, yeah. For me, it's got to be points because, like, you look at it and um, you think, well, I know it's early in the season, but as Joe said, if we go into the 
international break with four losses in a row in all competitions, not really good with Preston and then Hull and whatever else coming next. Um, and Norwich, sorry, as well. So, yeah, it's got to be points. I think we just got to... And I would I would take a, a five out of ten performance if you want one nil on Saturday just to just to get the confidence up before the international break because like Chewy said you know it's only two games but we know that he's not somebody to just stand around and take it you know he he's get he said himself he's getting a bit fed up of saying that we're playing well and losing so I I would just like the three points yeah yeah Joel you've already mentioned the running in September. Uh, we did it. We did it for August, and I can't remember everybody's predictions. But what are you saying for points, September? Uh, I think. What's your guesstimation? I think we'll beat Blackburn. I think we will get a point at Preston. Um, I think Norwich is a bit of an obscure one, isn't it? Because I think they're one of those sides that you're just not going to sure. You're not going to be sure which Norwich is going to turn up week in, week out. Um, but I, again, it's on our path, so I think we'll win that. And and Hull are a bit of a um, an odd case as well this year because I I had it I had them down to struggle. A lot of people had them down to to be successful. They've gone and got um, a number of really good transfers done in recent weeks. So that I would actually say that Hull away at the end of the month is probably our hardest game in um, in September. Um, you know, obviously the, the the Preston game will be will be um, hyped up by people in certain quarters, and you know they're well within their rights to hype it up. But at the end of the day, it's it's Plymouth Argyle versus Preston North End. It's um, I know there's a lot of connotations that will come with it, so there'll be added pressure on that one. But it, there'll be no more pressure on that game than what there will be on Blackburn on Saturday or Norwich after that. Um, and that's the that's the bigger picture with it. So yeah, I think if we can return, what did I say? I said a win, a draw. Um, for if we can return seven, a minimum of seven, a minimum of six points from September, um, I think we can be pretty pretty content with our with our work. Um, as I say, we're still finding our feet at the level and. You know, all these teams possess real quality and good players and big budgets and big expectations. So um, it's going to be difficult, but we're proving already that we're well up to the task. And why shouldn't we be? We've put in some fantastic performances. Every game, the performance levels match the last, if not better, the previous game. So, um, you know, as long as the performance levels stay where they are, the results will come. I understand that everyone's viewpoint on the late winners that we've suffered the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I was probably, not, I mean, I kicked a bin in my work about a dozen times last Saturday night with nobody around me. I dread to think what people saw if they heard the bout of Tourette's I suffered. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you, you get over it quickly. We put in a fantastic performance last night. And if, I mean, you know, Roy Hodgson said it. If we can be anywhere near that level of performance week in, week out, then... We are definitely, you know, I still believe we will win more than we lose this year. Um, but, you know, the sooner we get back on the horse, as it were, the better. Finn, predictions for points? Uh, in September or on Saturday? September. Oh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a tough month. Um, 
Uh, who, who have we got apart? Is it is Hull Norwich? Uh... It's, it's, it's Blackburn at home, Preston away, Bristol City away, Norwich at home, oh, forgot, Hull City. Oh, I forgot Bristol City. We got the Derby in there, haven't we? If, if you want to call it a derby, sure. Well, I mean, it, it, it is. Not sure any others will. The closest game we've got, therefore, probably constitutes a derby in football world. Um, we'll win that. There you go. That's my so yeah, I, I don't know. I think maybe. So I think Norwich is probably going to be the toughest game um, out of them all. Uh, I'd love to get something over Ryan Lowe at least. I know it doesn't really count for anything, but you know, why not? It's be be nice for his apprentice if you, if you like to to get one over on him. So I think we can get something there. So I go a point against Preston. I think we can win on. I think we can win on Saturday. So I go four, um, four, and then whole. I think we could get a draw though. They look quite strong. So actually, maybe I'll say a loss there. Should we go and then Bristol City? I think we can win despite us, you know, having poor results in the cup there um, in recent years. Um. Uh, and then is there another game after that did you say sorry um, so we finish up with uh, Hull City away right yes so I'm going to go with to say seven seven yep. points my prediction for Bristol City is that we'll win and then Nigel Pearson will call Chris Harrington an ostrich <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm backing us to beat Blackburn. I don't care if they win 11-12 nil tonight. Um, and then and then it gets tricky from there. I, you know, we're not very good at playing the occasion, and I'm not saying that Preston is an occasion. It's but another game. Be, it's just another game. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sure it, it is. You're right, but you know, we've we've proven throughout history, history, not, um, you know, that. that when there is something riding on it, and when fans seem to think it's a big big fixture. Uh, we crumbled. So, um... do you not think there are certain people in that dressing room who would quite like to you'd see it more as just another another game as well? So, um, you know, it'll be interesting. You'd like to think so. It'll be interesting to see how we approach that. But anyway, we've got a game before then, so let's not worry about pressing for a couple of weeks. Anybody got anything else to add? I think that's that's what it's course. Unless um, anybody wants to jump in and ask questions, I'd like, uh, feel I'd free. like to put a um a thing out to the supporters who are listening to this and will listen to this. Um, we have a couple of weeks before we go to Deepdale on the sixteenth of September. Um, and my challenge is is that we have got to find a new line to the LA 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 chant by the time we go to deep there. Um, because it is about time. There are 11,000 season ticket holders. There are 16,000 who are going to games. Somebody must be able to generate a better line for the song than the one that you all know I'm referring to. Um, and which, one, which one's that? We, we meant, you know, no other song mentions previous managers. Um, it's about six or seven. What a tip. We need to find a new line for the LA, LA, LA song. Boys. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. September the 16th, whenever it is we go to Preston. Um, because, as I say, there's enough people who must be able to generate that song now. Um, so that is my gauntlet that is laid down to the Green Army to generate something before then. Other than yeah. that, I've got nothing else to add. I think we covered it all. Oh, uh, uh, brilliant. Um, it's always good to accidentally end something early. Um, I don't even know how I did that. I didn't even click end. Um, but I always forget that if you switch accounts on Twitter, it um, <clears throat> hangs up. On yeah, brilliant. People call that a night then. I think we should. It was yeah. well worth well, getting the second pod up, wasn't it? Cool. Well, exactly. I didn't know if you had anything else did, to add. How did you get this job again? I don't actually know. Do not know. Um, and I wouldn't call it a job because a job implies payment. Um, and <laughs> that is something that I definitely do not get. Um, but anyway, thanks to everybody for listening um, and the ones that jump back on. I'm sure we'll do this again sometime soon. It'd be great to have more people hop in and chat, but it is what it is. We'll, we'll get there eventually. But yeah, cheers, Joe. And cheers, Finn. Who... See you on Sunday night. Exactly. Cool. Cheers, mate. See ya. Later, mate. We'll call that a night, I think. But before we go, just a reminder to vote for us if you can in this year's Football Content Awards. Hopefully this pod has gone nice and smoothly and I've edited it properly uh, and things make sense. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.